Third, Marie's guest will be John Holland. John Holland is one of the top psychic mediums and spiritual teachers in the USA. He's been lecturing, demonstrating, and giving psychic readings for private clients for over 16 years. Born knowing, as a natural gifted intuitive, he studied metaphysics all his life, spending over two intensive years in England training and working with some of the top psychic mediums. And on April 24th, Marie's guest will be Astrid Pujari, MD. Dr. Pujari has pursued the integration of Western and holistic medicine for the past 15 years. Her passion for integrative medicine arose from the belief that no single healing method can meet the health needs of all patients. Instead, each patient must be considered in their entirety and offer the healing options that are most appropriate for their personal, physical, and spiritual circumstances. Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. everyone and welcome to another wonderful Thursday evening. It's still light out Tom. It's not quite dark and the moon's going to be full tomorrow is what I heard. Um, so the moon already looks full usually a well, day we before. Can, yeah we got the chart, we got the chart on the right wall. There. Yeah, yeah we can see right Yeah there. so That's the 21st been, a full yeah, moon. It's Lovely. been really nice outside lately. It has been really nice and of course we are also on the spring equinox and many people believe that it's best at this point. I, I don't know if you said this last um, week or not but it's hmm. great at this point to make Kind of New Year's resolutions, the beginning of the spring, where everything feels fresh. That's true. Yeah, that is true. That is. I like that idea. Yeah. Well, you know me. I don't really. I know New subscribe Year's to New Year's resolutions. Right. Just goals. goals. Goals are a good idea. Goals so are a good idea. Maybe some new spring goals, you know, to help you move forward in your life. And yeah, it's like a spring cleaning. Like spring cleaning. Yeah, mm. I just cleaned out my closet, got got rid of a whole bunch of stuff, so I can do more shopping. <laughs> so at least that was my um my rationale the rationale know. for well you're making space yeah i'm making space so i can go shopping <laughs> there you go because <laughs> i can't go shopping unless i make some space see that's a goal yeah it's a goal <laughs> i like that i like that so tonight we're going to talk about the human aura and i don't think a lot of people know very much about the aura you know we know that there's this big bubble of energy that yeah. surrounds us right and we have these wonderful pictures now that people can take i know there's an actual scientific term so if you know it Call or maybe a Tom will Google it. I Google, <laughs> yeah, because um, I can't remember the ac- actual name of it. Um, and so we can see pictures, you know, in living color about what the aura looks like. But the aura is actually a very complicated mass structure of energy. And when we're looking at the human body, it's divided into seven layers of energy. And ideally, we really want the aura to extend three city blocks, which is very rare. Very few people allow their aura to extend this far out from their body. So it would be, of course, next to their body and then extend, 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 and extend. Many people can track their aura and keep their energy very close to them, which isn't as great for their health as 
as if expanding the aura would be, um, because your energy system is really your um, best mm, security, if you will. Because imagine if even if your aura was extended one city block, as someone walks towards you or a virus is in the air and it begins to move into your aura, you have much more time to respond or to react. Maybe you'll wash your hands um, when you open a particular door, or maybe you'll choose to go sit in a different restaurant because something doesn't feel very good in the restaurant that you were considering to eat dinner at that night. So the aura in its expansion is what helps keep us safe and healthy and well and informed. So these seven layers of energy that surround the physical body, the first one, um, all of these actual auras actually have names or a phrase. And the very first one, um, the phrase is um, the etheric template. And it's about three to four inches off of your physical body. And then it's to the depth of maybe three to six inches, depending on the person. Um, It has a color, like a gray-blue color, and it surrounds you just like an eggshell. And if we were to take the aura away from you know, someone and lay it out on the floor, it actually looks like a hologram, a three-dimensional hologram of your physical body with every bone, muscle, and tendon, and organ, and cell, and DNA strand, and complete and total health. So the etheric template, or the first layer of energy that surrounds your body that makes up part of your aura, keeps your body healthy. And the best way that this aura is fed is to receive energy from the earth. So the root chakra, the first chakra, um, vibrates um, to the etheric template. Of course, all the chakras and all the fields talk to each other all the time, but some of them have deeper connections perhaps than other um, relationships that they have. And so when you pull up earth energy and you nurture your physical body from the earth, um, you feed your etheric template, and then the template has the energy to remind your body what health looks like which I I find fascinating. When people come to see me who are ill, this is one of the things we talk about all the time because it's really hard to to stay ill. I mean, (laughs) it's hard to stay (laughs) ill when you're taking in good energy. That's true. Yeah, it's it's hard to stay well when you're not taking in good energy. This is true. Yeah, so that etheric template is very, very important. Well, I found the name of it. Okay, what is it I found the name of it. Mighty Google solves all of our answers. (laughs) Uh, Carrot? Kirlian photography? That's that the name Sounds of it? good, yeah. They, they're, they're like related, but they, the, the internet says they're not the same thing. They're not the same yeah. thing. They oh. say that aura photography and Kirlian photography are, are two different things. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, we might get a phone call about it, so that, that'll be nice. Yes, if yeah. you know anything about it, Educate us. Yeah. <laughs> so when you go get a, you know, a picture taken of your aura and it's really gray, mm, not a great thing. That means that you're not moving energy very well in your aura, auric system. And the aura, because there are larger pieces of energy that surround your physical body, you really want clarity. You want clean movement. Um, some of the fields that surround the body, which you know, I'll do my best to talk about um, in between phone calls, all of the aura, are structured and they help hold the aura together. And so we, we need good definition, excellent color, clarity, good uniform. And many times when you see someone get a picture, they'll see just big blobs of color all around them. Mm, not so good either, because that means it's not as uniformed. It's kind of messy, if you will. And you want it to be all cohesive. You want it to be cohesive. Yeah. yeah, it's an organized structure of energy that actually has more impact on your body, in my mind, than the chakras. But your chakras need to be healthy and well. Hmm. And then you can do a lot of work in someone's aura to help them in their evolutionary path. Wow. Yeah, but it takes a while to balance those chakras and keep them that way. Yeah. So why don't we go to the phones and um, let someone ask a question. Okay, we've got Becky on the line from Bellevue. Hi, Becky. Hi. How are you? I'm just fine. <laughs> Great. What can I do for you? 
Um, is this Marie? It is. Oh, hi. Hello. Um, I just was one, was wondering um, if you could give me any insight on the physical problems that I've been going through for the last three or four years with my hip and my back. Sure. Um, so I'm going to ask you kind of a blunt question. Okay. Do you get angry? I get frustrated and angry at this. Yes, I do. Yeah, and not just this in my mind. And I'm sure, I mean, you have every right to be frustrated about having some chronic pain in your body over this period of time. But that's what I'm seeing when I'm looking into um, your body. I see this kind of stuck anger in a way. And, uh-huh. and maybe what it could even be is perhaps a pattern, you know, where when you get to a certain point of frustration that, you know, that the anger comes forward rather than the, the emotion that is underneath the anger. There are many people that I want them to get angry. You know, I'm like, oh, you need to go get angry because um, there are some people who don't give themselves permission to express their frustration. And, and I think that you're, you're going to need to learn a new technique, you know, to acknowledge the frustration. I think that's important to do. But then ask yourself as you're feeling frustrated, what am I really feeling? Because anger is a blanket for other emotions like sorrow. And when I kind of begin to lift up your um, anger, then mm-hmm. that's what I feel. I feel really sad. And, and so what makes you sad? Could it be, could it be past physical um, family abuse? Um, I mean, I went through a couple of years of, of pretty intensive uh, therapy. therapy. Right. <clears throat> well, it could very well be about... I just th- don't know. I don't know. Right. And, and see, that's, that's... No, that's good. Not I've knowing. been trying to think <laughs> what it is, and I'm not afraid of facing anything. Right. You're tough. You're very tough, strong cookie. And but I just don't know what to do, you know, where to go from here. Well, the, the, the um, hip problems and the back problems are about... Um, you know, the root chakra for sure in terms of the hips, and they're about moving forward in one's life. And so when you get angry or frustrated, you're not really solving the problem. You're kind of returning to a, a pattern. Stuck? It, yeah, it's like stuck energy. So the, okay. the hips are about moving forward in one's life. And so there's something within your life that you're not moving forward about. And your assessment is, it could it be related to your first family, your family of origin? Absolutely, because the root chakra is all about your family of origin, and it does affect the hips. Well, Doc's been trying to release. He's been releasing some negative uh-huh. energy. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Lewis, he's a chiropractor, oh, but he's yeah, so heard, much more. You I've know heard, who he is? I've, I have not personally met him, but I've heard wonderful things about him. Oh, Dan, he's so cool. I've known wonderful. him for like 30 years. and. He did some emotional release mm-hmm. for me. Yep. And um, my hip was better. Good. But I just, I'm trying to not have a replacement like my sister do- is doing. Mm-hmm. And I just am, I'm kind of stuck. You mm-hmm. know, I guess um, I want to learn what I'm supposed to learn right. <laughs> in this life. But I don't know well, where to go. And we all want that, every yeah. single one of us. So I'm going to recommend that you. Ask yourself the question, when you're starting to feel frustrated, what am I really feeling? Because when I say that anger is a pattern for for you, that's what you do. That's what you did. It was a defense mechanism you created as a child because you felt wounded and unloved. And so to protect yourself, you would just go into anger, which is perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It was a survival mode, yeah. Absolutely. But it's no longer serving you any longer. Thankfully, you know how to get angry because I think that's important for people to express their frustration. Well, I don't get angry. I mean, I don't let anybody see me that way, though. But you're feeling it anyway. True. Am I just like holding on to it? To, I, what I see is you getting frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's anger. When I go down into your body, oh. it's anger. And this is nothing to be upset about. That's okay. But I think okay. you keep moving into this defense mechanism. So when you start to feel frustrated, ask yourself, 
what am I really feeling? Because anger is a blanket for other emotions. And so you keep going back to the frustration, back to the frustration, uh-huh. and missing what's underneath. Well, how do you find <laughs> Well, How do you find that out? Asking that question. What? Just constantly asking it? Well, it won't be a constant thing, in, in unless you're frustrated constantly. It'll, it'll, you're going to ask it at the perfect moment when really the emotion under the anger could be more visible. <laughs> Right, because you've entered into the pattern of being frustrated, and then you're going to ask the question, uh-huh. "What am I really feeling?" And you're going to get a perception. And then once you get that perception, I want you to feel whatever that feeling is. There's an excellent book. It's called "Feelings Buried Alive Never Die." Wow. Yeah, um, I believe it's Carol Truman, and um, I would definitely go get that book. I th- feeling never alive. <laughs> feelings. <laughs> it's okay. Feelings buried alive never die. Feeling buried alive, never die. Katie, remember that. She's my, that's my daughter. She's okay. listening to this. Okay, good. She'll remember. Um, and if, if you don't remember, you can email us or call the office okay. and Karen or myself will refer okay. you to the book. So, and, you know, it, there is a, you may have to have one of your hips replaced because one of them is really bad. Yeah. And, but here's the thing is you want to go ahead and feel your feelings so that if you end up having replacement surgery, it works really well. You have an excellent recovery from the surgery and you're, you know, happy as can be from, from the results. So even when we're going to do allopathic healing in our bodies, it's still important to get down to the emotional component and release it or heal it to the best of our ability. Is that something Doc can help me with too? It sounds like that's what he's doing. So, you know, because you said he did some emotional release work for you and your hip felt better. So it sounds like that's exactly what he's doing. And I would love for you to participate in it consciously yourself because that people heal themselves, in my opinion. So the more you participate in your healing, the faster it will be. Okay? Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Very cool. I wish you the best, Becky. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So why don't we um, repeat those phone numbers? Certainly. If you'd like to talk to Marie or have a question for her, give us a call at 877-825-8828. That is toll-free. That number one more time, 877 825 or locally at 425-373-5527. Great. And why don't we go right back to the phone lines? Okay, we've got Ed on the line from Renton. Hi, Ed. Oh, hi, Marie. How are you? Hi, Doc and Tia. Yeah. Um, I called, uh, let's see, last weekend. I uh, remember. Oh, okay, I was the guy that had chronic fatigue syndrome. Right. And you told me, um, I wrote down, I recorded it, I wrote down the different places I had uh, uh, leakages in my chakras. Right. And... The heart, question, huh? <laughs> the heart chakra. The heart chakra. Yeah, uh-huh, right. that's right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know, um, and, and I was gonna, I'm still going to order your um, uh, CDs on chakras. Wonderful, thank and, you. And uh, I was just wondering, what was, I, I guess I didn't understand quite what a leakage was, or right. how do I uh, fix that? Right, so a leakage, when people are leaking universal life force energy from their, a part of their body, and in this particular instance, the back of the heart chakra, it means that you're feeling overly compassionate for other people. You're moving into sympathy versus empathy. Um, so you're being oversympathetic, and you're wanting to help others, and you are already in discomfort and in kind of a, you know, a situation. So you need all of your energy for yourself. So what you do, it's, it's a some subconscious movement where you open up um, your chakra at the back of, it's the back of the heart chakra. So it's in between the shoulder blades. And you literally ask that your own life, life force energy come out of your back and you, you 
kind of head it towards someone who you feel needs your energy. The interesting thing about this is that most people will not take your energy. So your life force energy is just kind of sitting out in the middle of nowhere, not being utilized by you or anyone else. Because and there is um, billions of particles of universal life force energy available for anyone at any moment. Most people don't take in universal life force energy on their own, and they rarely take in the energy of someone else. So even as an energy worker, I channel in universal life force energy into my body and then into those that I touch, or it comes in through the walls or the floor. So your job is to receive. You're already great at giving, and you're an overgiver, and that's one of the reasons why you've been ill, because you have exhausted your being by overgiving. And so your job is to receive, let people love you, let people help you. And one of the ways to do that is when you're out and about in the world and someone says, thank you, have a nice day. Like if you're at the grocery store, your job is to then, you know, with your mind, tell the back of your heart chakra to open, kind of like the Mervyn's commercial, open, open, open. That's what I always (laughs) tell everyone. (laughs) And then visualize something that you love or enjoy that makes you happy moving into your back. So this is a creative visualization. It really, really, really works. Um, I always visualize a flock of blue heron flying into my back, but anything that you want to visualize. And every time someone acknowledges you, that's an opportunity for you to receive. So, so that's what it's all about. Okay, setting my boundaries, visualization, and yes. of course, once you get your chakras more in line, you probably have a more powerful aura too. Absolutely, but, yeah. and in your case, when when you have an illness, and so you, and in this case, you know, having fatigue, imagine you're leaking out energy. It's kind of like having, you know, um, a watering container that's going to water plants, but there's a hole in it Mm -hmm. and you can never keep it full. And that's what Mm -hmm. happens to you. And so even when you do certain things to help yourself heal, whether it's taking nutritional vitamins or some other type of medical support, the medicine can't even work very well because you don't have the energy to utilize it in your body. So this is going to work really, really well for you. And that exercise that I just spoke is on that particular CD, the seven primary chakras. And what you can do to stop the leak is to use your right hand and tap very gently mid-sternum on the front of your chest. So you take the cu- heart chakra. Right, right where the heart chakra uh-huh. is. Couple fingers and tap maybe th- two to three minutes, four to five times a day so that your heart chakra will move into balance and begin to reverse its pattern of giving your physical body's energy away to nothing, to the air. Okay. <laughs> okay? Okay. Thank you. God bless you, uh, Marie. Thank, Thank you. you. Bless so you, too. Thanks for calling okay, in. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we were talking about the aura that surrounds the physical body, right? And yes. we, we were on the first layer of the field, which is called the etheric template. And we're, we're also talking about how to maintain health in the physical body. And the first most important thing I think there is to do is to pull up earth energy through your feet, um, allow it to feed your root chakra, and then it will stimulate the etheric template so it has energy to tell your body what health looks like. Oh, wow. Yeah. Why don't we go to the phone lines again? Because I noticed we have a long distance caller. Okay. Yeah, we have Holly on the line from Santa Cruz, California. Hi, Holly. Hi. How are you? Good. Great. What can I do for you? Well, I was hoping that you could give me some information about my son. Mm. How long has he been gone? Two years. Two years. (sighs) And I feel like he's kind of hanging around. He is. important. Well... He is. He is hanging around. You're absolutely correct. And it is something important. It's you. He's really worried about you. 
comes about, right? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, number one, he loves you very, very much, and this has been very hard on you. And I don't know exactly how he passed, but I feel like, you know, it, it would, it's, it's, you know, I don't, I don't know if it was an illness, illness or not. I don't believe it was because, no. yeah, he keeps telling me it's like it could have been avoided or, you know. Yeah. yeah. And so he's, he's feeling guilty, you know, like, I, I'm so sorry that my mother has had to go through all of this and I'm partially to blame is what he says to me. And so and he so he feels responsible. Some people, when they pass, especially young people um, who haven't really been able to perhaps put their shoes or put their feet in other people's shoes, right? They haven't really been able to be empathetic in their life yet because mm-hmm. maybe at a particular age, they're not quite there yet, right? right. And, and then they pass over and they just feel this enormous amount of grief or responsibility or guilt. And your son does feel that way. And uh, he says that you only speak to him in a kind and loving way and you don't want him to feel bad about anything. And he so appreciates this, but this is what he says. And I'm having a, a mental telepathic conference with him uh-huh. as well. So as I'm speaking to you and, and everyone who's listening in radio land, I'm also having this conference with him um, because I'm trying to help him to be able to let go because he is hanging around you all the time. Um, so I'm telling him to go play, go have some fun, go snowboarding, go <laughs> rollerblading or whatever. Just go have some fun. And he says he isn't going to do that until you start to have some fun. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Now, you have free will. He has free will. Everybody gets to do what they want. But I think it would be good for you and good for him if you could maybe go rollerblading or go do something fun and not worry or blame yourself or feel like you did something wrong. I, I really believe that when someone leaves the planet, it's their time. And you, you know what? One way to look at it is that even when people die of an illness, it's it's still their time, whether it's an accident or it's self-inflicted or it's an illness. It's their time. It doesn't matter really how we leave our body. It's just time for us to go. And, and so that means that your son learned something vital and important for him. He's so cute. He's jumping up and down right now. <laughs> Because he's been a little bit confused. You know, when people pass over and then they stand very close to the edge of the earth plane, you know, they're, they're in the fifth dimension, but they're standing as close to the astral plane so that they can be as connected to the, thir- the third dimensional space as possible. They, um, they f- forget about what's going on. They're not really participating in their life very well. And uh-huh. so as I'm speaking to him about it was his time, he's jumping up and down and getting excited because um, he wants it to be okay. You know, because there's nothing he can do about it right now. He's not in a body. And the two of you are definitely going to see each other again in the way that you have seen each other before, but you won't be in bodies at the same time when you see each other again. Um, And and he's, he he just is almost like he's wishing that he could be back in his body so that he could tell you that everything's going to be okay. And he can't do that. And um, so he's jumping up and down, happy that I'm saying it was just his time. So that means that he learned something, um, that he wanted to learn in this lifetime, and he's then moved over to the other side, and now it's time for him to utilize that knowledge and to help himself continue to, to grow on the other side because we grow and learn no matter where we are. So I would ask you to speak to him every day as if he's standing right next to him. I do. Good. Tell him that you love him. Tell him to go snowboarding or whatever it is that he <laughs> wants to do over there, and then you go have some fun because you live in a beautiful part of the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's gorgeous I, I there. So go walk the beach and pick up some shells for you, not for him. Do me a favor and try not to think about him for like mm, 20 minutes a day. 
Okay. <laughs> really? Really? That, that sounds like a really long time. I know. I know. But what's happening is you need to go and have a life because someday you will see him on the other side. And I think you'll have a lot more fun if you went out and had some adventures and learned some more things for you instead of studying grief. And, and grief is subjective, of course. It's up yeah. to each individual. Um, and I can't imagine what it would be like to lose a child. And, of course, I'm very, very sorry for your loss. Well, what if I'm caught in in the middle of it, all reliving it all again. Right. So could because you... Because of things going on. Well, here's what I would love for you to do is there's nothing you can do about it right now, right? He is on the other side, regardless of how things turn out in this physical world. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be back in his body for, right. a, for a while, or he's not going to be back in that body, but he's not going to be back on Earth for a, a, a while. And your mm-hmm. job is, regardless of how things turn out here in the third dimensional space, legally or not, your job is to learn to be happy, right? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because you're going to have so much more fun when you cross over, hopefully when you're 100 or something like that. Mm-hmm. You cross over and you're with your son and you get to tell him all about your adventures. You'll have much more fun than him mm. saying, Mom, I've just been worried about you for the last... 50 years or whatever it is and and god i've been watching you just not having a happy life he's always worried about me (laughs) well he's still doing it and what i would love is for both of you to stop worrying about each other and enjoy yourselves you were lucky to spend as much time as you did together we never know when someone's going to leave the planet it's really true it could happen to anyone at any moment So if you could just embrace what you have had with him and what you can still have with him, you can still have a relationship. It's just slightly different. Mm -hmm. And go out and live your life and live your life for you because he's okay. He's in a beautiful, wonderful, safe place. He's very safe. And he's so cute. He's very cute. (laughs) He's lovely. Does that help? A little, yeah. Okay. You know, there's a great book. It's written by James Van Prague. Um, He's a very famous medium. I think he lives in California. And it is called Heaven and Earth. And Uh it's it's a wonderful book uh, for family and particularly parents who've lost children. And he has great exercises in the back of the book on how to connect to your loved ones. Because our relationships never end. Love is eternal. And so even though you can't see him the way you used to, the two of you are obviously very, very connected. Uh Okay? Okay. Thank you so much for calling in. I, I wish you the best and, you know, get back to us and let us know how you're doing. Okay. Thank All right. you. Thank you. Bless Bye. you. Bye-bye. So we're going to go ahead and take a break, and um, we'll be right back with the Marie Menu Cherry Show. The Marie Menu Cherry Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. Marie will invite guests to join her each month who are also dedicated to healing and the expansion of consciousness. On April 3rd, Marie's guest will be John Holland. John Holland is one of the top psychic mediums and spiritual teachers in the USA. He's been lecturing, demonstrating, and giving psychic readings for private clients for over 16 years. 
Born knowing, as a natural gifted intuitive, he studied metaphysics all his life, spending over two intensive years in England training and working with some of the top psychic mediums. And on April 24th, Marie's guest will be Astrid Pujari, MD. Dr. Pujari has pursued the integration of Western and holistic medicine for the past 15 years. Her passion for integrative medicine arose from the belief that no single healing method can meet the health needs of all patients. Instead, each patient must be considered in their entirety and offer the healing options that are most appropriate for their personal, physical, and spiritual circumstances. Join Marie at the Northwest Women's Show March 28th through 30th at the Quest Field Events Center. Marie will be speaking on the Good Life stage on Friday at 2 p.m., Saturday at 1.30 p.m., and Sunday at 2 p.m. about energy medicine. Marie will also speak on the seminar stage on Saturday at 11 a.m. about embracing your intuition. For more information, visit their website at www.nwwomenshow.com. Clear, clean, and crisp. Check us out in digital quality sound on FM 98.9 HD3. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. Feel free to call in. We have open lines, and I'll be happy to answer your questions. Um, so we're talking about the aura. Oh, you want to well, give out those yeah, phone numbers? Yeah, let's give out those phone numbers one more time. <laughs> okay. If you have a question for Marie, give us a call at 877-825-8828. One more time, that number, 877-825-8828, and that is toll-free. Or you can give us a call locally at 425-373-5527. Thank you, Tom. That's great. So we're talking about the aura, and there are these seven major huge bodies of energy that surround the physical body. And the second layer of energy, which is a foot in width, is called the emotional response center. And, and so that's why many times I have people go into their body and connect to their second chakra, because the second chakra and the second layer of the field have a strong communicative mm, relationship, if you will. And so your emotions for yourself are connected on the second layer of the field. And so I have people connect to their, the lower half of their body when they're asking themselves personal questions about their desires, about what they want, rather than trying to make a decision based on their family, what they may want, or their community, or their work relationship. Um, of course, all those things perhaps are important to take into consideration, but it's important to remember that you came here for yourself, that you did not come here for the evolution of everyone else. In one respect, you did. Collectively, as a group, we're all evolving, but you're also here to manifest and create and to live your life um, like heaven on earth. Um, so that's the second layer of the field. Uh, it, it's a very interesting field that has clouds on it, so it's considered unstructured. The first layer of energy that surrounds the body is considered to be a structured field, so it has this lovely grid lines all of it of mesh netting, the first layer of the field. The second layer of the field has multicolored clouds floating in this big space of energy that's about a foot in width. Um, and it, all the colors of the field are the same color of your chakras. And what's really fun is when I'm working with someone in their emotional plane, I look at how the clouds rub up against each other. Are they smashing into each other, which means that the person I'm working on is fairly dramatic? Um, or are they completely far away from each other, not making any contact at all? It means the person's really numb and avoiding their own emotions and probably isn't very great at communicating their feelings. Um, what we want to see is the clouds just gently touching each other, rubbing up against each other, expressing information, connecting, but not crashing, you know? Yeah. So you can kind of think of teenage girls. 
they got a lot of clouds crashing. <laughs> and of course, I've had three. <laughs> you so know? you know all about that. I know all about yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> and, and of course, it's very fun and entertaining as well. You know, my daughters are very entertaining. <laughs> At least I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what the second layer of the field looks like. It's called, again, the Emotional Response Center. The third layer of the field, also structured, because the fields go structured, unstructured, structured, unstructured. The third layer of the field is called the mental plane. So all of your thoughts and your beliefs from the moment you were, um, you know, birthed into existence. And so I'm not necessarily talking about just this lifetime, but from the moment you emerged into being, all of these live on the mental plane. So it's a very complex, interesting, structured field that obviously has a lot of effect on your entire energetic system. Um, and I've noticed we've got some phone calls. So why don't we go ahead and go to the lines? We do. We have Kathy on the line from Seattle. Great. Hi, Kathy. Yes. How are you? Good. Great. What can I do for you? Um, I was interested in what would you see in store for me for this, this coming year? Anything with, in particular? Um, with regard to a relationship. Mm-hmm. So you're single? Yeah, I'm single. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I think there's a relationship coming. Oh. And I do think it'll be this year. Oh, my. Yeah. Okay. And when I say it, I'm, I'm just covered in yes, yes, yes around me and yes in my second chakra. Uh-huh. Um, and. And have you read the book um, Love Will Find You by Catherine Ellis? No. I think you're going to love it. Because what I'm being told is I'm in your aura, literally in your aura, kind of communicating with your mental plane, your emotional plane, the seventh layer of your field, all of that, Mm -hmm. um, is that you've worked really, really hard to be in a relationship. (laughs) I've worked sort of hard on myself. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And and Catherine Ellis believes that we don't have to work hard, that Uh um, then when it's when we meet our soulmate, life partner, the one, whatever language you want to use, that we can finish out whatever work we were working on as well. And so I think you need to hear from a relationship expert. I love her book. She was on the show on Valentine's Day, by the way. She's just lovely. Um, That, that, you you get love. That's what she literally says. Like there's a lid for every pot, and mm-hmm. and I I really believe that you're going to meet this person this year. It may not be till the fall, uh-huh. but I really believe that you will. And so it'll be fun for you to yeah. maybe follow some of the exercises in in her book and give yourself a break from working so <laughs> hard. <laughs> because you have and, and I understand this one. You know you've worked really really hard, and sometimes you just want it to happen so you don't have to work so hard anymore. Right. <laughs> well, I have a. I mean, I'm busy with my work and I know. friends, and so I'm I know. not, you know, no, 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 it's no, not no. like a vacancy. Or oh, of course not. That, but, no. but it would be... No, you look really well-rounded to me. You know, oh, good. you you really do. I'm I'm not sure about your job exactly, because mm-hmm. when I look at your fields, the fifth layer of the field kind of glares at me. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth layer of the field has a phrase on it, and the phrase is the divine plan. So oh, everyone wow. has a divine plan, has a destiny. Mm-hmm. And and so when I look at your divine plan, it's going, mm, yeah, not, you know, it's not very excited. And so maybe when you get this relationship, uh-huh. <laughs> then you may feel like, oh, okay, I've got this done. Um, now let's go ahead and work on my career or w- what is it that I would love to do in the world that really feeds me passionately. That supplement my career. Maybe. Yeah, and supplement because yeah. that is exactly what I'm getting. Like maybe you'll work part-time in whatever field that you're working in and then find something that you love to do that creates some mm-hmm. other income, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I am actually seeing that. So, okay. Yeah. Does okay. that help? Yeah, that helps. All right, yeah. thank you so thank, much for calling. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. So let's continue going to the phone. Okay, we've got uh, Kay on the line from Everett. Hi, Kay. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. Good. Thank you. What can I do for you? Well, I um, was in your class uh, 
a couple weeks ago at the right. Reiki Masterclass. Yes, yeah. thank you so much. That was such a fun class. It was delightful. Oh, thank so you. So I've been practicing on my friends and family and my cat. Wonderful. Yeah, and myself. And it's been absolutely delightful. I just love it. Wonderful, and thank you. I heard you say something about leaking energy tonight. Right. And I'm very curious about what that looks like or feels like right. to you. Right, because you've been working on people and you're beginning to see things. And so you're wondering, what is my definition of what that looks like, right? Right. Yeah, so it literally looks like gray energy, kind of like if there was a hose in in someone's body, and yet it was the opening of the hose was faced to their back, Uh (laughs) and and the volume was turned on very high, and then what's coming out of their body looks like gray you know, okay. And people can have different um, degrees of leakages. Mm-hmm. You know, they can have a smaller leak generally when it comes to the heart chakra when someone is a, is a leaker, if you will. Um, that means that they're very compassionate and generous, and so they leak large volumes of energy. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you can do that for a while, but when we start to hit, you know, our 40s and our 50s, and, and if we haven't been taking, you know, really good care of ourselves, you know, then our health challenges can perhaps be a little bit more than we would like them to be. And, and so we don't want to leak energy from the heart chakra because it's not good for the lungs or the heart or the thymus gland. It's not great for the upper thoracic cavity mm-hmm. or the breast tissue for that matter as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that help? It does. And I would just love to get your insight uh, as far as when I might be able to uh, launch into this as a, as a, at least a part-time job. I think I'm ready to start making some kind of segue yeah, well, you, you we talked about it, of course, in the class with everyone, you know, about my recommendations and the, you know, how I would set it up, perhaps, if you want to start an energy medicine practice, and I would continue to practice and until you feel ready, and it sounds like you're feeling that way, and as soon as you feel ready, then perhaps you'll begin to charge a fee, but I think practicing for a, a little while and kind of getting your, your, your vision and your feelings and your senses so you become comfortable with them and confident with them, yeah. because they're, you know, we may not all see exactly the same, you know. Mm-hmm. So as I teach, you know, these are some of the metaphors that I receive that give have given me some information and others may have similar ones, but you may have your own very unique ones. Mm-hmm. And of course, people don't have to be clairvoyant to do energy work. It's not necessary. It's really about being able to move energy and allow light to flow through you and into those that you touch, because that's really what assists in the movement of energy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I would just continue to ask yourself and trust your own judgment and continue to practice until you feel really confident and good about what you're doing. Yeah, that's the plan. Great. Good oh, luck. Thanks so much, Marie. You're welcome. Thanks mm-hmm. for calling. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye-bye. So why don't we go ahead and continue on with the phones? Okay, we've got uh, Cheryl on the line with us from Olympia. Great. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Um, I, I'm mid-40s, mm-hmm. and um, I, I, I think it's just really interesting about the energy leaking. Um, yeah. I had a major experience with that. I um, pretty much have didn't realize it through my younger years, but recent times realized how much... Um, you gave. How much I was giving, yeah. yeah. I mean, if I'd see kids fall on their bike on the side of the street, I'd feel, I'd feel a shot in my face. <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually where you used to leak energy. You know, so I'm scanning uh-huh. your body as you're speaking to me, and I was uh-huh. in your pelvic cavity, and this is kind of a common place where I see women tend to leak energy is right through their pelvic cavity. Okay. And you used to be a big leaker through your pelvis. Okay. Uh, which isn't great for the ovaries, you know, yeah. which yeah. means it's not great for the rest of your endocrine system as well. Well, my thyroid um, mm. has been suffering, and I 
I got on medicine in um, December and mm-hmm. have had to change. Uh, I'm on my third kind now. Okay. And I feel like that's um, probably the best that I've, I've had. Um, so so in anyway, terms of I'm, just, I'm still trying to um, regroup. But when you said that your body was so so deficient that it couldn't like utilize the vitamins, I've been right. trying to do things right, you know, mm-hmm. and... Um, and then when I started doing energy work on people, that totally crashed me out because right. I like gave way um, <laughs> yeah. way too much. And so you know, I'm just trying to find that balance and figure out if I still have something going on or if I've figured out how to block things off. And well, you know what most people don't understand is yes, as an energy worker, you definitely one of the perks is that you get fed by energy. But if you're weak or sick, uh-huh. you can be depleted very very quickly. Okay. You know, so that's something to you know pay attention to. Yeah, and that's why I only work four days a week and. I only see a certain amount of people per day, and I take a week off every quarter yeah. so I can, you know, recharge and make sure that I'm healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, what you're going to need to do, so like one of the callers, I said, please try to find the emotion under the anger. You need to get angry. You need to get pissed. <laughs> I think I can say that on the air, can't I? Well, I've yeah. kind of just done that recently with my mother. And when you talk about <laughs> people typically don't take your energy, right? I have a real strong feeling that Two women in particular had been taking my energy. And, and when we're in a relationship like that, that means you're also allowing them to. So when I look yeah. at women who, you know, release energy from their pelvis, their own life force energy, mm-hmm. they're allowing people to do this, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, so it's never just one person's fault. And so when I say get right. pissed, and I'm just checking with Tom, can I say that on the air? Yeah, I guess I can. <laughs> yeah. You just me. did. Yeah, I just did again. <laughs> um, is that uh, you can go in a room, lay down and throw a temper tantrum. You know, when I say get mad, that doesn't mean you have to go yell at people, sure, sure. you know. In, in fact, when we start yelling at people, that means we really need to go throw a temper tantrum, uh-huh, you know, because uh-huh. we're blocking it so much that it's just kind of flowing. And again, I don't see you getting angry. That's not one of your strong suits, in my opinion, mm-hmm. even though you're a very strong woman. I'm a peacemaker. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, part of making peace, I believe, with the world is also making peace with yourself uh-huh. and not overdoing or allowing yourself to overcompromise who you are. And, yeah. and when it comes to your mother, mm-hmm. um, I would, when you're in a, a particular situation with her, is I would tell her how you feel. Mm-hmm. Because the thri- thyroid gland is about speaking your truth. Mm-hmm. And, I know. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. here you are yeah. mad, pissed, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and you have all this energy. Because when I look at your pelvis cavity, you've got a lot of beautiful orange glowing in your pelvis. However... The, the chakra is not the only thing that's holding the energy. So the, the majority of your energy for your chakra is just all over the pelvic cavity. So it means like the energy is diffused and okay. it's ready to be leaked out at any moment. <laughs> However, um, when I look at the pelvis and, and people who leak, and some men can too as well, but it's mostly mm-hmm. women, I see these little holes that are maybe an eighth of an inch in diameter and they're kind of all around the pelvis and then that's how the light leaks out. I'll see the orange leaking out. Mm-hmm. You have little stoppers and all of these holes. I can still see the holes. There's like okay. 12 of them perhaps. Okay. But you got little stoppers in there meaning that you, you know that you've been doing this and you're choosing not to leak anymore. And okay. it, it's still a little bit of a struggle so I think that you're going to have to speak your truth. Mm-hmm. Because when you have a, a family member or a friend who um, perhaps like in this case overbearing and domineering your mom that's how she feels to me oh, uh-huh. yeah that's how I feel yeah. is that 
you know, you, in my opinion, you chose to have her as your mother to learn something probably about power, mm-hmm. personal power. Mm-hmm. And also she agreed to have you as her child mm-hmm. so that she could probably learn to be more kind or compassionate. Mm-hmm. So when you hold back your truth, you're not helping her because mm-hmm. children are the best teachers for yeah. all of us, right? Sure. I have three. Yes, I know that very well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and your mother is still living, correct? Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yeah. And, and she looks healthy to me. So, I mean, I'm, she has some aches and pains and some stuff going on, but mm-hmm. she looks otherwise healthy to me. So I mm-hmm. think she could take like, mom, I'm sorry, but I wish you wouldn't talk to me that way or whatever. Yeah. You know, well, I had to like just set a boundary and say, please don't call me all the time. You know, if it's important, by all means, you know, but oh, she did not like that. But see, this is okay because this is what helps. It's good for you. It strengthens your energy so that you don't feel like you have to overcompromise mm-hmm. and it helps her to be more respectful yeah. and nurturing to all people not just her children but yeah. to everyone because she kind of you know she can be a little snippy to mm-hmm. even complete strangers mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so yeah and then I think this will help your thyroid gland and and so that's probably why like what you said you know earlier about you know medications maybe not working as well mm-hmm. is because in your pelvis um, you know, the energy isn't being held in the um, second chakra. And what holistic um, practitioners have told me before is that when the thyroid gland acts up, it generally means that's one of the later endocrine organs. Mm-hmm. So something else has already gone awry, and then the thyroid shows up as a problem. Are my adrenals telling you anything? Are they yeah. getting better? Um, well, they're very, I didn't, you know, I don't know how bad they were. Sure. Um, but let me put it this way. You're in the middle. You know, it's okay. like they're not. You know, really, they're not in the toilet. I know oh, that's yeah. kind of a mean phrase. I'm no, sorry. but they were there. I mean, okay. my whole body was really um, Okay, tapped. good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so they're not in the toilet. They're just not quite at full capacity. They're like at the 50% line. So that's, cool. a, that's I'm, good. I'm good. 50% is good yeah. from where I've been, yeah. And so get, getting angry will help your um, adrenal glands as well because they sit. They're governed by the second chakra. So okay. maybe those are where the originating part of your adrenal system that was, I mean, your endocrine system that was having a problem, but then alerted you through the thyroid. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Thank you Great. so You're much. You're welcome. Marie. Thank you so much for calling. Have uh-huh. a wonderful evening. Thanks, you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we're talking about the mental plane, the third layer of the field, structured. So it looks like this yellow, it's a yellow colored field that's, again, a foot in width. So the only field um, that I'm aware of uh, that is different than a foot in width is the first layer of the field, which is called the etheric template, which we talked about briefly at the beginning of the hour. And now we're on the mental plane, structured. Structured means that there's these beautiful beams of light that move in linear patterns, um, horizontally and vertically, that are in this field that hold it together. And so the mental plane allows a space for the emotional plane, which is like the sky and clouds, right? So it's not as very structured and it needs to be contained in some way. So the mental plane helps contain it. And so all of our thoughts and beliefs live on the mental plane. Hmm. Interesting enough, the mental plane vibrates, of course, to all your chakra system and all the rest of your energy, but has a special relationship with the solar plexus, which governs the immune system. Uh Mm. And in this whole area about self-love. And so it's important for us to really know what we're what we believe about ourselves oh, yeah. and most of our beliefs are in our subconscious and mm. so when you notice that something's going awry in your life whether it's your health 
or the amount of wealth that you create or an inability to create healthy relationships or a wonderful career. That means that somewhere in your subconscious, there's a belief and thoughts that are telling you that you're not worthy or valuable or deserving enough. And so Hmm. when that happens, you know, when you kind of go, hmm, I've tried everything, but this isn't working. It's time to begin to let your consciousness begin to disrupt your subconscious. So telling yourself on a regular basis what a wonderful person you are, how deserving you are, how lovable you are, kind of wears down the subconscious until it's replaced with new information. Makes me think of that Taco Bell commercial. What? With the little 99 cents, and it's like the two nines are talking to each other. <laughs> it's all there. We're up there. It's all, you've got such an ego. He's like, I don't have an ego. I just love how awesome I am. <laughs> Now, I just love what you just said because, you know, Webster's Dictionary says that, you know, ego is when we think great things about ourselves yeah. in a way. And I disagree with that completely. I think that was, is a misrepresentation. I believe that ego is really fear and that hmm. we're afraid to believe that we're beautiful or wonderful or talented or special or wonderful. Uh-huh. And, and so I like what you do. see. You're very in tune. I'm telling you, Tom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, you're doing a great job. <laughs> All right, so that's the third layer of the field. And the fourth layer of the field connected to the heart chakra, and the heart chakra is about giving and receiving. It's also about universal love. Um, The fourth layer of the field has a phrase on it, and the phrase is I, thou, relationships. So what that means in a nutshell, um, or at least my understanding of it, is how you are in relationships. And what, what is meant to happen in terms of having really healthy relationships is that you run your energy in a completely way, in one particular way. Okay, Tom, like you have a way of running your energy. And when you come in contact with another person, yeah. hopefully they're running their energy in, in a particular way. And then the two of you come together and create a new energy together. Right. Like a third energy. That's a kind of a mixture of both of your energies. And then when you walk away from each other, you go back to your own energy. And so does the other person. Very few people do this. A lot of particularly empathic people, they are really good at being a chameleon, you know, and they know Mm. how to please others. And they adjust their energy to compromise and not create arguments. And and, and we all manipulate to some degree. Everyone does, you know. That's true. Yeah, it's true. And so, you know, when we come into relationship and we're manipulating, then we're creating these really awkward dances. You know, Mm. we're not creating really healthy dances based on our own individuality. Right. Yeah. And and so so that's a very interesting um, concept about yeah, the fourth layer. Yeah, that seems like going with that one for a while. We could probably a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then the sixth layer of the field has a phrase on it, and the phrase is "We are all one." Mm. Mm. The sixth layer of the fra- of the field is unstructured. Again, a foot in width, and of course, it connects to the third eye to, you know, the sixth chakra about this ability to be multisensory. And so that's why it's really important for individuals to see themselves perhaps as special as someone that they admire or appreciate or value, but also to recognize that everyone is one. You know, if reincarnation is true, which I believe it is, then we've all done things. You know, we've been criminals in previous lifetimes. Yeah. We've, you know, we're learning. We're human. Yeah, <laughs> and, that's and true. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect, right. yeah. And perfection to me looks like an old growth forest, you know, with firs, ferns, I mean, growing up in the yeah. trees and moss all over the ground. It's just flow. And and so when we recognize that we have been on both sides of any form of potential outcome in a lifetime, mm. then we can be loving and forgiving of others who are doing the very best they can. Even that's though, true. Yeah. No, that's true because it's your ability to kind of put yourself in somebody else's shoes and be like, you know what? We've all kind of been there. Right. Yeah. Right. 
So just like how spiritual leaders and healers, you know, like Jesus and Buddha, they all see us as we see them, you know, that we are special and spectacular and beautiful and blessed and amazing creatures. And so that's that whole concept of we are all one, recognizing that we're part of the whole. The seventh layer of the field, which looks like gold mesh netting, it is a structured field. Um, it has a one word on it, and the word is individualization. And in energy medicine, the, pre- the preference is is that when you in- individualate, whatever that word is, how do you say that word? Individuate? There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, talking a lot, you know, so my, my tongue's getting a little tied. Um, when, you, when you become an individual in, in an energetic way, you become closer to creation or source energy. Source energy is around us all the time and, and is with us always in every form of capacity. But it's just this premise that as we become the unique, wonderful, amazing, gifted, talented beings that we are, that we individualize. So it's important to not stay with the pack to not just make decisions based on social consciousness, but to follow your heart and your own unique instincts and desires and to individualize, to show us how beautiful you are and teach others around you, whether it's through professional teaching or just through the choices that you make in life. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I look at, you know, like your generation, Tom, or yeah. even my children's, I see more of that. I see, I see people, young people choosing to maybe not stay in a career for 35 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A majority of the people that I know are yeah. like that. Yeah. Right. They're like, well, we'll try this for four or five years. If this doesn't make me happy, yeah. I'm out of here. Uh, you got to do what you enjoy to do. Right. Otherwise, you know, we've talked about it before. What's the point? If right. You're not, the if point? you're not doing something that you enjoy to do, I mean, even if it's your nine to five job, I mean, I love doing what I do here. It's great. So. Wonderful. You know, I'm happy with that. But everybody should be happy in their job. Right, so. right. And so this place of individualization is about listening to your inner self. What is your being telling you? Are you happy? If you are, why? So that you can explain it and it, it has some common sense to it or um, that you're sure that you're really happy because some people say they're happy when they clearly are not. But they're afraid to ask the question because then they don't know what they're going to do with their life. So they kind of blindly continue to move forward, making choices that don't really bring them joy. So to individuate, you know, means to be who you really are, whatever yeah. that is, which is very exciting. Yeah. Well, it's going to be different from person to person, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So um, we have some classes coming up um, in April. And um, we'll have the class. It's called Bridging Worlds. It's a Wednesday night class between 7 and 9 p.m. at the Residence in Marriott in Lake Union. So Bridging Worlds means that I'll be talking to people's um, friends and family members who have passed over. Um, and so, uh, so that class will be there. And then on uh, Saturday, April 26th, I will be teaching a class called Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life. It's an all-day Saturday workshop from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., again, at the residence in Marriott on Lake Union. Um, so that's very exciting. And then, of course, um, like the commercial said, I'll be at the Northwest Woman Show next weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, teaching, um, having um, little seminars, if you will, or uh, on the Good Life stage, teaching some classes. I'm very excited. I'm grateful for the opportunity. It's going to be a lot of fun. And speaking on two different stages. Two different stages, having a wonderful time. Um, We have some fun little giveaways that we'll have there as well, so it's going to be lots of fun. And then in May, I, I will be teaching in Portland at the Embassy Suites at the airport. And I think that's in the middle of the month. I'm kind of looking over my schedule here. So, yes, um, we're going to be very, very busy um, for, you know, the rest of the spring. Oh, yes. <laughs> a wonderful spring. Yes. And it's shaping up to be a, a really gorgeous springtime, I think. Isn't it? Yeah, it's I just like lovely it. out. I mean, it was rainy today. 
Yeah, hailing actually. Hailing. Really? Mm-hmm. Hailing hail in Kirkland wow. right about five thirty. Yeah. Wow. Nice little downpour. Yeah. So um, we're coming to the end of the hour. Oh, she wants. To, what are you? <laughs> Mary Lee's showing me a forgot, sign. Forgot the fifth chakra. The fifth chakra. No, we talked about the fifth layer of the field, the divine plan. But you know what, Mary Lee? We probably because we talked about it with a was a, with a caller. So as you know, Mary Lee, my friend, she's in this soundproof booth. <laughs> she answers the phone. It's like charades. You. Yeah. <laughs> so she's holding up this little sign, the fifth chakra. <laughs> so yeah, we. You're, but you're right. We talked about it with actually a caller. So I didn't talk about it um, when I was off the air from the phone. She's like, okay, she's just, she's keeping track of me, making sure <laughs> I'm keeping you on point. That there. is right. I appreciate that. So I've had an absolutely wonderful evening again, and um, thank you everyone for coming to the class last night at the hotel. We talked about embracing your intuition, um, had a wonderful time, truly enjoyed everyone. So thank you so much for your support, for listening to the radio show, for your call-ins. I'm having a blast on the radio. I was just telling Tom that um, before we went on the air tonight, how much I love doing this. We have a good time. We have a great time. So until next Thursday, unless we get preempted, there's a chance that the Thunderbirds um, may need to be heard on the radio. It is. Yeah, it's playoff time. It's playoff time. So if that happens, we won't be on the air. Um, But if it doesn't happen, we will be back here in the studio next Thursday. Until then, I wish all of you many, many joyful blessings. Have a safe and wonderful evening. Good night. expressed on the preceding program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk 1150.